Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Hannah's Obsessions podcast. Thank you so much for being here, I really appreciate it. And I do have to give a quick disclaimer before we get started, I am not a professional, just someone with OCD, and so anything mentioned in this podcast is my own personal opinion and should not be taken as professional advice. And with that out of the way, let's get started. So it's been quite a while, a lot longer than expected, but as some of you might have seen on my Instagram, I've recently had a really rough spell with my OCD and just my mental health in general, which actually resulted in a trip to A&E as I started experiencing suicidal thoughts and feelings again, which was awful and I'm still feeling very overwhelmed about it all, but I am one of those people who will let myself feel all the emotions I need to and then I try my best to find my feet again. So that's what we're doing here now, trying to keep things moving. And I'm so sorry for being so quiet the past little while, both on here and my Instagram page, but I've just, I've really needed some time to do my own thing and just rest. And also a massive thank you for those who took the time to send me over some really lovely messages. I can't explain to you how grateful I am for that and for your kindness. It means so much more to me than I can even express in words. And I think what triggered this for me was a build-up of quite a few different factors, which I was planning on making an episode about a few weeks ago. And those factors include difficulties with employment, self-doubt, and feeling like you just have a lack of purpose. These are all things that have been huge challenges for me and have had a huge impact on my life. And I'm sure there's plenty of you listening out there that have had similar experiences too. And if you're a bit like me and are a bit of an expert at appearing okay and functioning, then I'm sure you'll agree that it has both its pros and its cons. So appearing okay is good in a sense that I don't want to be walking around miserable all of the time and bringing down the people around me. But on the other hand, it makes it a lot harder for anyone to understand the severity of what you're going through or even acknowledge that you really have a disorder in the first place. And if you listen to my first episode, then you'll know that I was a kid that went through a fair amount of trauma and I would cry a lot and then get into even more trouble for crying and it was kind of drilled into me that I wasn't really allowed to express my emotions and that I should feel guilty for ever appearing sad. And so since I was quite young, I've actually been pretty good at putting on a brave face. Even through a weight and pain, I'm not always sure that I could survive. And it's exhausting. Living with OCD, experiencing a significant amount of trauma every single day and having to suppress that and cope is a really lonely and exhausting battle. And I've never really mentioned this before but it's also looking very likely that I have something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and for anyone that doesn't know a large symptom of that is fatigue. So fatigue problems from this syndrome, from the OCD and the medication that I need to take for OCD That equals a whole lot of fatigue and this is where it becomes a bit of a problem when it comes to employment. Because when it comes to most jobs, there isn't much accommodation for mental health issues. And if you aren't turning up to every shift, bringing your best self with a huge enthusiastic smile on your face, then the reality is that you just get left behind. 
And it's frustrating because I do really understand and appreciate the value of long and persistent hard work. I'm not looking for any shortcuts and for the life I want to just fall in my lap and I never have been that way. I know that I'm smart enough and I have great talents and skills that I could put towards anything I wanted to do and thrive as well. But the only problem is that I have this disorder and that makes me feel like I'm tied down by a tether. And it doesn't matter how much I prepare, how hard or how fast I run, or in which direction I run in, it's only a matter of time before this tether just stops me in my tracks. And no one understands or cares about the enormity of this obstacle unless they're going through it themselves. And I'm not someone who sits and feels sorry for myself, like I said earlier. I feel what I need to feel sometimes and then I pick myself up, dust myself off and then try my best to get on with it or make changes to anything I have control over that is bringing me down. But when it comes to work, I just burn out so much quicker than the average person and always end up trying to push myself. And because no one around me understands what I'm going through, I just get dismissed as being lazy or unambitious or basically get told to just get on with it, which is always so painful because I wish I could just swap places with people just for one day so they could understand how hard I'm actually trying. So then I go to my employer and try to explain how I'm feeling because that's always what they suggest initially, isn't it? And I even bring suggestions on how certain changes to my work balance could be made. But there's always an issue or a million hoops that you have to jump through and nothing ever falls through. And so then what do you do? Your friends and family are always saying that you can go to them about anything. Employers usually parade around some sort of mental health programme. But I honestly feel that when it comes down to it, I could wander around with a sign and a loud hailer and a PowerPoint presentation and scream at the top of my voice that I need help. And it'll either fall on deaf ears or be met with a pat on the back and words like, don't worry, we all get stressed sometimes. And I think we also live in quite a narcissistic time where for some reason everyone is competing for who's the worst off or who has the biggest struggle or who's doing the most. And people really seem to base their self-worth on that for some reason. So it's rare for anyone nowadays to really put themselves in the shoes of others because then they feel invalidated and less important. And that's when comparisons start being made like, oh, you think you're tired? I to get up at this time every day this week and do this and that. And those comparisons are the absolute worst. And obviously I understand that everyone has their struggles and hurdles and things that make life more difficult than it should be. But it only really upsets me when someone compares what you're going through to something that they ultimately have a choice over. Something that it might not seem that they have a choice over, but really they do. And something where the pros must outweigh the cons, otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. When with a chronic mental health condition, you don't have any choice. And obviously recovery and living a wonderful life is absolutely possible. And I'm not saying that it isn't. But suffering isn't something that I can opt out of at the end of the day. And receiving the correct treatment, as we all know, is a lot harder than it should be. So I've been in and out of a few jobs and most of them have had similar stories. 
I start a new job all happy and motivated. I quickly get overwhelmed whether it's by the kind of work or the hours or the people I have to work with to the point I boil over and need time off. I try my best to recharge and give it another go because I need to pay the rent and then push myself to a crisis point where I need so much time off I ultimately need to leave. I've never been able to get settled in the right job and it shows I've been in a bank overdraft for the past four years with a credit card debt and other bills to pay off too. My money goes purely towards food and bills and I'm always scraping the barrel to get funds together to see me through each week. And it's terrifying to the point I feel physically ill. I can barely sleep and it's hard to see a way out or a future. And I think in this day and age, social media really fucks you up when it comes to this. You have access to millions of people's highlight reels and the best bits. People your age or younger growing successful businesses and buying houses, going on holidays or going on nights out. Which is always nice to see, don't get me wrong. I genuinely love to see the success of others. It's something that does make me really happy. But at the same time, I just feel like an absolute loser and a failure and an embarrassment like I've just completely ruined my life beyond repair and I have no one to blame really but myself. I feel like a burden and a leech to those around me and that I lack any real purpose in life because like I said before I have ambition and I do work hard and I do have talent it's just the way that I function isn't well suited for most jobs and it's so difficult to move forwards financially when you've set yourself so far back. I don't really have an answer for the employment side of things, I just needed to vent that out in all honesty, but I'm hoping that if there are any of you out there listening that are in a similar situation, you feel a little less alone in that. Because for me personally, having someone to relate to really does make the weight you're carrying a bit lighter. But moving on to something a little bit more positive, because believe it or not, it hasn't all been doom and gloom and some good things have come about in life too. Um, if you fancy following my personal Instagram, shameless plug, it is Hannah Mary with two Y's and then three underscores. But if you follow it already, you will have probably seen that I've recently decided to enter as a bikini bodybuilding competitor next year, which is very exciting and might seem very random. <laughs> but basically, what inspired me to get started with that is... During one of my lowest times last year, I was introduced to the bodybuilding world through my boyfriend who has been competing this year and he's smashed it so far. He's got his last show in a couple of weeks, which is very exciting. And yeah, I was just introduced to more competitors, more female competitors, um, and just watching their journeys was really inspiring. And they just seem like they have this real enthusiasm and drive in life and it really motivated me to do more for myself and be more for myself and I've always been really interested in sport since I was very young name a sport I've probably tried it at some point in my life um, and gymnastics was a really big was a huge part in fact of my childhood and I miss having that sort of competitiveness and discipline and drive and working towards a goal and I think having a goal in life is just generally a very important thing and it doesn't have to be 
anything crazy. You don't need to be like a rocket scientist or the next Elon Musk, but even just little goals in life, just something to drive yourself towards and push yourself towards, I think is very important. And I think it's really important that we all strive to be the best possible version of ourselves that we can be. And exercising, I believe, is so beneficial, not just for your physical health, but for your mental health. And training for me is never a chore. I always really enjoy it. It's just like my little time to sort of, you know, my little hour and a bit during the day to really push myself to the max. And yeah, I just can't wait to see to see how I get on. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow that journey, feel free to. And so I'd encourage everyone to find their goal in life and their why. And it doesn't matter what it is, it could be anything, it could be painting or music or gaming or walking or whatever it is, but just something that brings happiness into your life and helps add structure to your day, something that you can plan towards and work towards. It's been, I can't even explain how beneficial just having some structure to my life has been and having something to get excited about and I'd say that setting a goal for myself genuinely is probably as beneficial as my medication has been. So yeah, that's all I kind of really wanted to discuss today and if you have anything to add, because I think this is a really interesting topic, please always feel free to message me on Instagram or leave a comment on one of my posts and and yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts, they're always very welcome. So yeah, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week, whatever you are up to, and we will speak again soon.